I've been preaching this verse, this, this one verse for three weeks now. I'm going to say it one more time. I've been preaching one verse for three weeks now. The C part of the verse is right under the word lifetime. His favor is for a lifetime, but let's go to the C part to the verse. Weeping may endure for a night. <laughs> but a shout of joy comes in the morning. Weeping may last for the night. Let me, let me quote it correctly. But a, a shout of joy comes in the morning. We're in the series frequently asked questions about God. So I want to talk about today this question that you may have for God. How long will God let the pain last? How long will God let the pain last? I gave you a prelude just now about pruning. Amen. Um, I gave you a prelude to what I believe that all of us have experienced or will experience in life and that is pain. We all at some point in this lifetime have felt the pain of discipline. The pain of misfortune. The pain of making bad decisions. The pain from other people. The pain of life can leave you paralyzed. It can leave you in a place where your view of God changes. I'm going to say it one more time. Where your view of God changes. Some of us take the discipline of God personal. <laughs> Matter of fact, some of us take it too personal. Some of us take it so personal that you get sideways with God. I'm talking about in your heart, in your mind. You feel like you don't deserve what's going on in your life. But can I ask you a question? Who are you? To question what God has allowed. There are some of us our view is so distorted in the painful seasons of our lives that the devil will use tragedy, torment, turmoil, and tension to cause us to believe that 
God is punishing us. God is being unfair with us. God somehow, amen, get, you know, it, it makes him happy to see me go through this. The writer, the writer understands this. The writer is David, and David is in this psalm is writing from a position of pain. He has been through discipline. His action of numbering the people and his pride in his prosperity has caused 70,000 people to die. 70,000 mothers are crying. 70,000 wives and husbands are crying. Come on, somebody. Children are crying. People have been hit with what I call a plague, a pandemic. They could not understand it, but David realized that it was his actions that caused the reaction. For every cause, there's effect. Am I right about it? And, and, and David here came to a point where he went through the pain, but he understood and he learned something about God. Let me help somebody with something. Let your pain cause you to learn. The reason for pain is so that you would learn. Oh, come on, help me somebody. See, I remember when I was little, we didn't get, we didn't get, we didn't get whoopings, we got beatings. You with me? And, and, and here's the thing, here's the thing, and, and, and some of you parents today in this generation right here, you don't want to discipline your kids. You want to you be, be their friends and stuff like that. You want to sit down and be quiet and, and, and that kind of stuff and think that it's going to change them. But the Bible says, spare the rod, spoil the child. The child needs to feel pain in order to what? Make progress. Come on and help me somebody. I'm going to say it one more time. The child needs to feel pain in order to make progress because in the heart of a child bounds up what? Foolishness. But the rod will drive it out. Now let's bring it to us grown folk in God. And we got questions about God like how long are you going to keep tormenting me? The point is that some of us come to the point in our pain where we begin to resent God. Lord have mercy. Now here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. You have to come to a place in your life where you have a holy respect for God, a reverence for God. You know, the reverence is so deep that, that, listen, you don't play when it comes down to the things of God. Are you with me? Are you following me? David here, David here, he, he, he's come to a place, he understood, but he's learning something about God. And, and, and look what he learns first. He learns in verse 5, chapter 5, uh, verse 5, verse one, a part, he says, for his anger is but for a moment. So I'm concluding something. If God's anger is only for a moment, that means he doesn't stay mad very long. Told you that. Matter of fact, if you look at the next part of the verse, he says his favor, told you this last week, is for what? A lifetime. His favor outweighs his anger. Tell your neighbor his favor outweighs his anger. 
Amen. You may be wondering what favor. <laughs> you, be, you may be wondering, Pastor, I don't know what favor you're talking about. I still feel the pain of this life. It seems like it will never stop. Tears uncontrollably. Turmoil and trials and testings. And, and may, but may I encourage you today? Pay attention to the message. Because the question is, how long will God let the pain last? Again, just like anger and favor and God's favor, we need to see God's, how God administers pain from his perspective. Are you with me? So watch the text. The text says weeping. Mm-hmm. It just says weeping. Did you see that? It says what? Weeping. Now let me explain what this word weeping means. It is something that you experience that changes your facial expression. That's the Hebrew picture. It has to do with emotions. It has to do, it's parallel to deep mourning. It's the expression of humiliation. It is profound bitterness. David understood this because David had fallen into sin. So if you want to know how long, if you want to answer this question now, the first thing you have to know about God is this. God is not the cause of your pain. Write it down. God is not the what? Cause of your pain. Listen, 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 listen. Sin and living in a fallen world along with the devil is the cause of all pain. Now the reason I say that because James chapter 1 verse 13 says, let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God. For God cannot be cannot be tempted by evil and he himself does not tempt anyone watch this now the, the 14th verse of James 1 says but each one is tempted when he's carried away and enticed by his own lust tell your neighbor self-inflicted you blaming everybody for your pain and your pain is you if you want to blame somebody, look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. God is not the cause of your pain. You say, well, God could have stopped the bullet. God could have stopped him from leaving me. God could have stopped this child from running away from home. God could have stopped that. But God does not. You have free will. Now you're making God a bulletproof vest. God does not come down to our level. And if you have a question for him about your pain, you need to understand the first place you need to look at, you need to look in the mirror. Man is in his fallen condition. And the decision, can, I, can, can we be honest real quick? Can we be honest real quick? You remember when you were dragged away by your lust? You remember when you made those decisions you knew, you knew better but you did wrong? 
Oh, come on. Am I talking to myself? Watch this. Listen, you, listen you're experiencing some of the pain of your decisions, but you can't put that on God. Listen, if you wasn't drinking, if you wasn't smoking, if you were, you would be in good health. Come on, somebody. If you didn't have bad DNA, amen, guess what? But even with bad DNA, you can still, come on, somebody. You can still eat right. You can still exercise. You can still do some things that will keep you from being sick all the time. But God is causing this. And then we want to quote that, that famous scripture. Amen. That Paul quote. He said, he gave me a thorn in the flesh, but his grace is sufficient enough. I'm trying to tell you some of what you're going through, boo, is because of you. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? Can I get some folk here who are going to say, I own it? <laughs> I did it. <laughs> I'm going to stop blaming everybody for where, where I am right now. I'm going to stop talking about other people because they're moving up forward. I, I'm sorry. God says I got his favor for, his, for a lifetime. But see, you're giving weeping too much of your time. Watch this. He says weeping may last now, the word may. <laughs> Come on, somebody. The word may has to do with your or our decision. It may or it may not. He says it may last for what? The night. So the next thing you need to know about God, write this down. God is not prolonging your pain. Remember I told you about that period of pain? Remember I told you that last week, that the, some of us are prolonging our punishment? But here's the thing. God is not prolonging your pain. God is not the cause of your pain, and God is not prolonging your pain. Your pain is there because of you. No, I know that? Watch this. In Psalm, if you fast forward to Psalm 32, okay? Psalm 32, right, right there. Watch this. I don't usually do this. But look at verse 4, but it's in the same context because it's a run-on. Look what he says. Look, 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 look what David understood about his pain, why he could say that this weeping that he was going through, this pain that he was going through, it could leave him right now. It, could only, it may last for a night or it may not last for a night. May I ask you a question? How long has that pain been there? Look what he says. Look what he says, y'all. He says, for day and night. Your hand was what? Heavy upon me. My vow. Some of you wonder why you're so tired. I'm tired. I'm drained. No, it's the pain of, watch this, of unrepented sin. In Psalm 32, David had sinned with Bathsheba and he did not confess for a whole year. And so he's living with this secret sin and he's trying to say weeping may last for what? A night. Now watch this. In Psalm 30, watch this now. In Psalm 30, he was experiencing pain from his pride. In Psalm 32, he's experiencing pain from his lust. says look what he says he says my vitality was drained away as with the fever heat of the summer in other words he had a summer fever <laughs> he was burning and it wasn't just a fever 
Are you with me? Y'all ain't trying to hear me. Kids will get that down the road. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Watch this, watch this. David. I, you know what I love about David? I love the fact that God shows us his word so we can learn from it. Psalm 30, he jacked up. Psalm 32, he jacked up even more. But here's what David understood. The, the reason that my pain is being prolonged is because I will not confess. Whatever period it is, watch this, it's too long. Come on, somebody. Look at verse, look at verse 5. Look at verse 5. Look at verse 5 of 34. He says, 32, he says, I acknowledge my what? And my iniquity I did not hide. I said I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the guilt of my sin, Selah. Let me tell you what Selah means. In the Hebrew, the word Selah means pause. Tell you, you got to pause right there. You got the pause right there because watch this. When you pause, you can take an inventory of your life and really understand that the reason why I'm still carrying around this pain is because I won't confess to God. Who's prolonging your pain? Tell your neighbor I am. <laughs> can I tell you something? Our pain should only last a night. But watch what he says next. He says, weeping, back to, back to verse 30, chapter 30, verse 5, he says, weeping may last for, for what? Le weeping may last for a night. It should only last a night. But look what he goes on to say next. He says, but a shout of joy. You see, you can go from pain to praise. Oh, I wish I had somebody. But you can't, you and I can't be like David where we hide what we, what we feel and we're not confessing to God the truth about ourselves. Listen, it's better to come clean because he already knows. Watch this. He just wants you to say, I'm sorry, God. And then some of us are like, I ain't sorry about nothing because I ain't did nothing wrong. Listen, as long as you live, you're going to be wrong, boo. There's going to be something wrong with the way you look, the way you say stuff, what you think in your mind, especially the stuff that be going through your mind when nobody's around. He says, but a, he say, he says, but a shout of joy. Third thing you need to know is God is the source of your joy. Write that down. God didn't. God didn't, cause, God didn't cause your pain. God is not prolonging your pain, but God is the actual source. And in order for you to shout, you have to first seek him for forgiveness. David said, man, I was wasting away. I couldn't get up. I was always sick. I was always suffering. I slept night after night. What should have last 24 hours, that bug you had should have last 24 hours. It's been six months now and you're still sick. 
been a year now, you're still sick. As a matter of fact, you have accepted your condition as final and you have allowed the doctors to diagnose you with a problem that's really spiritual when all you had to do was confess. Oh, I wish I had some, I wish I had a few people here. See, here's the thing about pain. It will linger if you keep on denying that it's you. He says, shout of joy. The Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. May I ask you a question? When was the last time you had joy? Listen, you can shout again. Listen, temporary setbacks may last for a night. Pain from discipline may last for a night. If only we had the vision to understand that what you are feeling right now is temporary. What we do, we allow the feelings to make us think it's final. Tell your neighbor, tomorrow's coming. You can change your outlook of tomorrow if you knew the source of your joy. Listen, some of us think that our joy is found in more opportunity. Listen, David said, but a shout of joy, a shout of joy. You, you know, you, can I say this? Some, of, some people don't, some people are not even looking, to, looking forward to tomorrow. So some people are so stuck in their pain that they have no vision for tomorrow. As a matter of fact, they wish church could go all day. Like, I feel good here. I feel the anointing here. I feel the spirit here. But I know when I get in that car, I'm going back to the same stuff. I'm going back to the same feeling. I'm going back to the same routine. I'm going back to the same old thing. But if you confess before you leave, Lord, I got sin in my life. And this sin is causing me more pain upon more pain. And I'm asking you, God, to take the pain from me. My last point. Amen. I still got 13 minutes, but I'm done. But watch this. But a shout, but shout of a shout of joy comes when. It comes in the morning. Can I tell you something? The one thing you and I can't stop is time. But we can manage time. So here's my last point. You ready? Can I say this to somebody here? Until you learn to forgive... And stop living in the past. I'm talking about the pain of the past. Mourning ain't coming for you. Because it's Groundhog Day for you. You just keep repeating the same day over and over. You're just recycling your pain every day. Just 
It's a cycle. It's going, it's going round and round and round and round and round. Every day is the same. Every day is the same. Every day is the same. Listen, tomorrow is not exciting to you. But here's the thing you need to know about God. Last thing you need to know about God. Ready? God is your strength till morning comes. Amen. Write it down. God is your strength. So you can't be mad at the one that supplies your strength and is the source of your joy. Sometimes we wish we could stop time. Especially around bill time. Your pain, tell your neighbor, your pain has an expiration date. And I want to say to somebody here today, your pain is spoiled. The shelf life is over. Because it was only supposed to last a night. What God intended was that you feel a little pain in the morning. So that between the morning and noontime, you start getting it. By the evening, you start getting it just a little bit more. By nighttime, watch this, you get on your face and say, Lord, I'm sorry, Lord. I'm, I messed up today, Lord. I did some stuff I wasn't supposed to do, God. God, here I am right now, God. I'm asking you to forgive me right now, God. Because right now is the time to let this stuff go. Because morning is coming. I have a vision, God. Joy comes after pain, y'all. His favor... And your shout of joy is for a lifetime. Why aren't you having his favor? Why is his favor delayed? Listen, I want to tell you something. You got to give weeping a one night stand. In the morning, when I rise, give me Jesus. In the morning, when I rise... Give me Jesus. Because I know who holds my tomorrow. I'm going to say it one more time. I know who holds my tomorrow. So let me ask you something. If you keep drinking stuff with an expiration date that's expired. What's going to happen to you? Hmm? Aren't you sick of your pain? Where you at? Where you at? Who am I talking to? Where you at? Aren't you sick of your pain? Aren't you tired of it? God says, I am the source of your joy, but I am your strength until tomorrow. In order to get your kitchen remodeled, I don't know if anybody been through a remodeling before, you got to take out the old stuff. You got to tear it up. You got to tear it out. Uh, things 
can get so bad in your house where you need to move out in order to start remodeling. You may have to go stay at a hotel because stuff be flying everywhere, dust and mold and all kinds of stuff. The remodeler has to tear out the floor. They got to tear out the cabinets. They got to move the appliance. They got to sand down the walls. But you got to get out of there. Amen. Uh, in order to get a new kitchen, the old one has to be torn down first. Many people want God to give them a new life, a new job, a new situation, but they don't want him to touch anything in their lives. In other words, if I would, watch this, if, if you want God to change you, you got to trust him enough to remodel you. Come on, somebody. You got to trust him enough to remove all the old stuff out your life so that he can put some new things in your life. Can I help you with something? Until the pain leaves, pain needs to leave so that he can put in his joy, so that you can have his peace, so that you can have love, so that the Holy Spirit can start producing in you the new things that he has for your life. Give God a hand clap of praise. <laughs> Weeping may endure for a night, but joy 